ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. It's episode 100 and something, I don't actually remember, and I didn't write it down, but that's okay. Um, and I'm joined today by a very special guest. I've known him literally my whole life. It's my brother, my oldest, eldest, and only brother. It's Jordan. Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. The crowd goes wild. So, Jordan, obviously you've listened to every single episode of this podcast twice. Um, you're the number one fan, right? I am a big fan. I've not said I, I wouldn't say I've listened to every episode, but I've listened to a lot of them. All right. Do you like what? What is it that you like about our podcast? Say some nice things about me and be a little mean to John if you want. Uh, I like it because you're reviewing TV shows and movies and you also talk about upcoming movies and TV shows. And I also like the ones where you just do quizzes or chat to each other about random stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you have I'd a... All the guests you've had on are as equally as good as you, Reese. Oh, wow. That's nice. Good shout out to the guests. We like that. Um, is there been like any quizzes that you've heard us do that you think uh, that you could do better or that you get like more answers right than we do? Um, I think I get some of the answers right than other people don't, but I don't think I could do them better than you do. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Jeez. You're being very nice to me today. I like it. I'll take it. To be honest, you're always nice to me, so this is nothing new. I'm just trying to trying to rile you up and see if you'll uh, you'll snap back. But no, you're just such a nice person, so obviously not. Um, all right, here we go. So what we normally do with like a a new guest who's never been on before is we try and find out their like a little bit about them in terms of like movies. Um, and so we're gonna maybe run through your top five favorite movies if you're good with that. So yeah, sure. I mean, just for, if you want, a super quick reference. it We kind of do top five favorite movies as to what you're thinking right now. And the reason being is because when we first started this episode, or this episode, sorry, this podcast, John and I did this. And we've since gone back. I mean, we're over 100 episodes now, but we've since gone back. And John's list especially was like shockingly bad for like just movies that he kind of couldn't think of. Um, so we had top five favorite movie franchises, and then we had top five favorite individual like movies. Yeah. Um, John's franchises was number five, Star Wars, number four, Lord of the Rings, number three, M Marvel, number two, Transformers, number one, Back to the Future. Um, <laughs> John then went on to do a Back to the Future quiz and got most of the questions wrong, which caused a big um, uproar. So, yeah, so... Just so you know, there's there's no uh, there's no pressure, but once you say your top five favorite movies, it'll be locked in for this moment. But then if you ever come back on, we can always do an update if you regret some of your decisions. So Right. Okay, dokie. All right. So coming in at number five, your fifth favorite movie. Also, we should say, sorry, just very quickly. You have seen, what, every single movie ever made? Um, I've seen a heck of a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. um, and I see a lot of movies as soon as they come out in cinema as well what do you so, like about going to the cinema more than just watching a movie at home um because in the cinema it's it's surround sound it's a big screen um mm -hmm. but it's also the atmosphere as well the people's reactions around you yeah um makes for a more ex a better experience rather than just sitting at home on your, by yourself <laughs> which yeah. is what i would be doing I agree. The last the last time McKinley and I went to the movie, so we went to go see that um, a haunting in Venice, and the first like opening scene of the movie, there was these people behind us who were just talking throughout the whole start to the movie. So McKinley right. turned around and said, "Sorry, the movie started now. Can you like be quiet, please?" And the guy said, "There's no need to be rude." And McKinley just snapped back. She was like, "Actually, you're the one who's being rude." And then the man just said, stupid. And then that was that. So, yeah. But uh, no, I agree. Cinema is always better. And I do also like hearing people's reactions. I don't like when people are talking or on their phones, obviously. But people's reactions do sort of like make it a lot better. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Number five. What is your fifth favorite movie of all time? So, 
at the moment, I've gone for Star Wars, and I've gone for The Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, that's a good one. That one makes me very sad. What do you like about that movie? <laughs> well, honestly, it is my favorite Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. just because of the, well, the Obi-Wan, Anakin, lightsaber battle at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also, there's, all, there's so much riding on that movie. Um about how Annika becomes Darth Vader and whoa spoilers oh spoilers a lot <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, just, I'm just kidding how, <laughs> how, you know but how the whole like that's basically like the prequels end in the originals beginning yeah it's a whole like start up towards it yeah no you're right I just I just get sad like I I agree there's a lot riding on it I just I really have to like build myself up to it because every single time I think maybe this time he won't turn to the dark side but he always does yeah, it is, it is quite a sad movie, but I, I still think it's a, one of the, um, I, I'd say the best one that's, yeah, there's a lot riding on it. Yeah. It's a bit kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree, definitely. What's, uh, I just saw you took a quick drink of something. What are we drinking today? Uh, it's non-alcoholic Koppelberg strawberry and lime. Ooh, I like those. I have here, I pulled it out specially for you. Even though we had FaceTime yesterday, you had already seen, but I have a can of iron brew. In fact, mm. we have a tradition here that whenever we have a can to open, we open up real close to the microphone. I don't know if you've heard this on previous episodes, but here we go. I think it's one of the best noises around, right? There's not many. It's quite a good noise. <laughs> there's not many better noises than that. I don't know if you have this, but at work sometimes I'll just be working away and then I'll hear someone crack open a can. And every single time I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> but it makes me so thirsty instantly. I'm like, oh, whatever you've got, I want it. All right. So number five is Revenge of the Sith. So sorry, no, Return of. Wait, what? No, revenge. No, you're, you're right. Is the revenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I'm a, uh, I messed up. All right. What's number four on your list? Uh, number four is Captain America: Civil War. Ooh, which I still am upset. It's called Captain America. It should be Avengers: Civil War, not Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you like about that movie? Uh, I, I really like it mainly because we've got a whole band of heroes who are now suddenly fighting against each other um so like in the avengers movies leading up to it you know it's all about they're fighting together against an enemy right suddenly the enemy is each other Mm -hmm. so that's that's the main thing i like about it um but it's also um the first time we get to see the winter soldier like properly yeah and as as a hero um, and I really like the Winter Soldier as a character. Um, and then also Zemoff, who I can't remember the name of his character right now, but him as a villain, he was really good as yeah, well. Yeah, that's like that, uh, I don't know if he's supposed to be German or not, but he's kind of the creepy dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. He's a very good actor, honestly. Everything he's in, I've seen. Uh, I like him a lot. Is this the first time we see Spider-Man? mix with the avengers too i remember that being quite a big yeah. deal yeah it's the first time we see spider-man in this and also black panther as well right yeah no i remember when i think it's the back and forward between captain america and spider-man he's like where are you from kid and he's like he's like queens and he's like oh i'm from brooklyn i i, I like that bit a lot that's cool and also um he said he, he quotes like star wars or something doesn't he? he's like you ever seen that really old movie and he's talking about Star Wars when they like wrap up the thing's legs mm-hmm. um, when yeah. he's trying to take on Ant-Man. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. All right, that's number four. What is number three? So number three, I've gone for The Lord of the Rings, specifically Two Towers. Yeah, that one's so good. Yeah, I was, I was, I went on a bit of a Lord of the Rings binge, and I'm still, I'm still watching through them again. But uh, two, I, I really never know if fellowship of the ring is my favorite or two towers i I love both of them so it's not return of the king return of the king is not my favorite um (laughs) there's just too many cheesy bits in it that i like it makes me think of narnia with the with the level of cheese that some of it comes up with um but 
it's fine. Uh, but yeah, between two towers and Fellowship of the Ring, that would be a hard call. What what is it for you that makes it two towers rather than Fellowship? Just because of the um, the lengthy battles, really, like the Helm's yeah. Deep one, it's quite mm-hmm. a really good battle in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's a lot of uh, sort of like quotable moments, like mm-hmm. the part when um, Elrond is reminiscing and the El. Um, Gladriel starts talking with the elves and things is a really cool moment. Yep. Um, and same with Saruman when he's talking about the two towers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of moments in that film that I find quite um, sort of really gets you in the heart and you just want to write down the quotes. At least that's what I want to do because there's just so many good quotes on that film. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Do you want to do you want to hear something kind of devastatingly funny but also quite sad? Um, right. about Gandalf and the, his horse, Shadowfax. Okay. So I'm currently listening to the audiobooks of the original, you know, books that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote for The Lord of the Rings. And I just finished, right. um, I finished Fellowship of the Ring and I'm like half, like three quarters of the way through Two Towers. Anyway, in the movies, right, Gandalf reappears and he's Gandalf the White now. And then he leaves Fangorn Forest and he does this amazing whistle. He's like... <laughs> you know? And then yeah. this majestic white horse comes and the music's epic. And Gandalf gives him a little pat and he says the line. It's something I'm fairly certain I'm pretty accurate here. But he says, like, this is Shadowfax. He's the lord of all horses and he's been my friend for an age. Mm. Right? Mm specifically he's been my friend for an age which makes it seem like they've been they've known each other a very long time right in the books gandalf steals that horse from uh, from theoden in rohan um and like basically refuses to give him back and then when he finally gets the Sauron's like spirit curse whatever out of Theoden Theoden then gifts him the horse but essentially everyone in Rohan is really pissed at Gandalf because he stole the <laughs> king of all horses <laughs> right, okay. and it's just so funny because the movies is like he's been my friend for an age and the bush is like he fucking stole him <laughs> yeah terrible but it's quite funny anyway all right so has, two towers has changed my perspective on that scene a bit I know, okay. Gandalf's a little <laughs> gangster Gandalf gangster I like that um two towers Lord of the Rings okay what's number two on your list number two is Avengers Infinity War Ooh, is number one end game <laughs> uh all right Infinity no, War no, actually, what, what no. do we like about that um so I went for Infinity War mainly because of it's they finally brought everyone together in one big movie um so you had the Guardians of the Galaxy come in finally, and um, Thanos, mm-hmm. who is, well, he's got to be one of my favorite supervillains of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, just because of how good he is, and the fact that um, they kept Josh Brolin from him appearing in the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and Josh Brolin was so good as Thanos. Oh yeah. He was literally everything that I wanted him to be, um, in how powerful he was, and what he was... The, the way that he said things and yeah, i think i think it's just know, really really good i think you know that thanos is such a good bad guy because people and me especially i use him all the time will like quote or use thanos as like an example in like other movies and and shows so like yeah. we're we're talking like spoilers here but ahsoka there's a character um and i say have said a few times oh he's very thanos like in as much as like his purpose and what he is trying to do Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah he's definitely got to be one of the best bad guys of all time, easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I didn't go for Endgame because although Endgame is a very good film, I s- still after watching Infinity War I was like no Infinity War's better than Endgame in my opinion. <laughs> this is quite interesting. Okay, so you <laughs> seem to really like a movie that ends incredibly sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go through this. Okay, so Revenge of the Sith <laughs> ends really sad where Anakin turns to the dark side and two best friends have to fight each other. 
Civil War ends incredibly sad because two best friends have to fight each other in Iron Man and Captain America. And then we have Two Towers, which I guess ends okay, but it's kind of like that middle movie where it's like the the war's just beginning kind of like thing. Um, And then Avengers Infinity War, where it ends incredibly sad because half of the people just die. (laughs) All right, what is your... <laughs> hang on. Based on that trend, I'm going to guess your favorite movie of all time is Titanic, <laughs> where everybody <laughs> well, dies. Oh, well, it's not Titanic, but it is a sad movie. Okay, here we go. What's your favorite movie of all time? Gladiator. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Also a sad movie, but incredible movie. Yeah. For me, Gladiator is the music. Wow, really? Um, this is like the dad always says that that's his favorite um, soundtrack sort of music as well. Yeah, but for me, it is the music. Like Hans Hans Zimmer is a really his scores are really good. Um, but in Gladiator, right through the film, um, I mean, some of it does sound similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, or the first bit sort of. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, that was done after. Yeah, Gladiator. it's like. Pirates Caribbean is and Gladiator is something like that, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, they're so similar, it's ridiculous. But it's also Jacqueline Phoenix is in it, and he's Joaquin. He's His first name is Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin. Oh, sorry. I say it differently. But <laughs> well, it's just, it's spelt like J- Joaquin, but yes, it's Joaquin is how it's pronounced. Right. Well, anyway, he's a bit of a strange character to have as a villain, but some of his, um, like the part where he's going, I, am I not merc- merciful? Mm-hmm. That whole scene is a bit weird, but for me, that it's, it is quite like full on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I still think he's a really good actor. There's actually a film coming out soon called Napoleon. Napoleon, I know. I've got that pinned. Yeah. yeah which um, I'm which he's that. he's the main character, and um, it's Ridley Scott who also directed Gladiator doing it, and that looks really really good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, it's all good. Um, oh, that's a very good list. I honestly though, like I normally I normally play this button after someone's like. You know, a happy sort of button. It's called the cheer button. It's uh, the final scenes of Return of the Jedi when the f- second Death Star blows up and the Ewoks are all celebrating. Oh, no, not that one. This one. It's one of the happiest pieces of music ever. But after your top five <laughs> list of incredibly sad, I think I'm going to play this instead. Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again I think that sums up your top five. <laughs> mm, yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, I I pick sad movies as my favorites because they're the ones that I remember more. Mm-hmm. Because they're meaningful and they make, yes, they're sad movies, but you remember them because at the time you watched them, you got really sad. <laughs> The saddest movie I ever remember watching, and I'm fairly certain I watched it with you, was Bridge to Terabithia. That movie yeah. is not okay. <laughs> McKinley, I, I wouldn't put that in my top five. That McKinley told me uh, uh, that the other day that the Bridge to Terabithia is apparently a true story, but the the kid that dies in it didn't die swinging on like a, a swing or whatever it was, but actually died by being struck by lightning. And the, when they were remaking, when they were making the movie, they were like, "No, nah, it's too unrealistic to put them being struck by lightning." So they turned it into the the swing scene or whatever it was. So. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh wow, this is sad. Okay, let's pick it up. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> next, we're gonna move into what you've been watching because you've been to the cinema a lot, but you've also started a new Disney Plus series, which I'm very interested in and considered watching. So goosebumps i know that originally these are a bunch of like short story books um kind of like spooky time stuff um but how is the tv show yep so so far the tv show is interesting um it's there are elements from the books in it Mm -hmm. but there are also a lot of elements that they've changed right 
Um, but there's also like oh, I liked about the Goosebumps books that they were sort of like standalone stories in themselves, whereas this one it's got a story running through the, the show. Yeah, cool. Is it like just kids, like in the like it's kid actors being kids, or is there like adult ones too? Uh, there's adults and kids. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't remember ever reading any of the books, but I always remember loving. There was the Goosebumps and then also the Darren Shan books. And I remember always thinking that the cover art on the books was like so cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool. Um, okay. So you also went to the cinema and you saw The Nun 2, which McKinley asked me just yesterday if I would go to the cinema to watch with her. And I said, no, you can go with like Aaron and Emma because like I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> But you did, you braved it, you went to go see it, and obviously you're a big horror movie fan, so how does how does your review of a horror movie I would take more seriously than anyone else I know, so what what do you think of The Nun 2? Does it hold up as a sequel? Is it as good as the original? Like, where, where is it at? Um, I'd say it's it's better than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, there was, there's a lot of enjoyable moments in it. There, there were some jumpy m- moments, um, right. and there was some very clever scenes. Um, so I'd say it's a lot better than the original. I wouldn't say it's a really good horror movie. I'd say it's probably in the middle of horror movies. Okay. Um, but I did really enjoy it. And there's one scene in particular, which I won't talk about because it's a spoiler, but it it was a really clever scene in the way they did that they did it. Okay. Nice. Um, I don't know if this would be spoilers or not. Like, don't ant- just say... I decline to answer if if it is spoilers, but does it leave it open for there to be another one, or is it a bit of a definitive sort of like ending? I decline to answer. Oh, okay, cool, cool, good to know, good to know. That just means that I'm just there's more movies to scare me, which I don't like. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. So next, then I guess we're gonna go into a uh, a Loki. This is what originally started. This is Loki season two has just come out on Disney Plus as well. And you've started watching it. I haven't, unfortunately, had enough time to watch it yet. But I thought that we could do a quick recap of season one to refresh our, our brains on on that show. Because um, it was it came out two years ago, which is kind of crazy. Um, I remember being very invested in this show. I've uh, So, yeah, just wanting to do like a quick recap with you. And then after that, we're then going to go mm-hmm. and test you in your Marvel knowledge on an Ultimate Marvel quiz and see how you do. So... Yeah, we'll recap these more, and then maybe there'll be some questions about Loki, hopefully, in the quiz, which might help. So, season one. Um, I remember bits and pieces of it. I did watch a, a quick recap video just now before we started recording on it, because, again, it's been two years, and it's sort of... I remember loving the show a lot when I was watching it, um, but I, I do struggle with the Marvel TV shows. I don't really think any of them have been like too good to me like i i watched all of wandavision and i really did not like that show at all i just thought it was very bizarre and like not quite my thing i then tried to start the captain america winter falcon i made it two episodes and i was done i was like nope this is not it i then really enjoyed moon knight um and then i absolutely loved loki loki was like incredible enjoyed it start to finish very different tom hiddleston's like incredible in it but uh yeah you obviously uh, do you like all the marvel tv shows or just sort of a few of them um i wouldn't say i like all of them um but i have watched all of them in their entirety Mm -hmm. uh i'd say hawkeye isn't great oh yeah i watched hawkeye as well didn't like that yeah, and One Division is yeah, as you said, it's quite bizarre. I think like the last couple of episodes are good, and it's it's the same for Captain America and um, not Captain America, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Sorry, um, this is sort of the last few episodes where it actually becomes okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, whereas yeah, Loki is really good, and Moon Knight was also very good. I think I liked Moon Knight and maybe Loki the most because. The uh, the other ones, like, really, 
rely on you remembering the timelines of sort of like where things are and what's happened and who yeah. which characters are where i know loki is a lot about time traveling but it's also kind of like it's just its own thing like it's just like you get introduced to where it starts and then it just goes off on its own it doesn't keep trying to tie back to like everything that's going on in the actual world um mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Moon Knight is just so its own thing that, like, it doesn't even matter that it's in the Marvel Universe in a way. Um, yeah. So that's why I think I enjoyed those shows. Okay, so Loki Season 1, Ro, do you, I don't remember where it started. I think it's that during the whole time heist thing, Loki ends up accidentally getting hold of the Tesseract, and then he time jumps when he shouldn't have. Yeah. And then he's put on a different timeline and, and and oh crap i didn't hit the spoiler button all right guys spoilers for <laughs> loki and loki season one and maybe a little bit into two no i am your father what? that's my bad that's the spoilers so spoilers for loki going forward hmm. um yeah where does it start is that my right that's where it starts yeah, so it starts in the time heist part of Avengers Endgame where Loki takes the Tesseract and suddenly he's in a separate timeline. He actually starts in a desert, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I think so. Rolls down a hill into a desert. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, eventually gets picked up by the TVA. And they sort of explain that he's a variant that shouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. Um and they sort of give him a background story that he's they show him his future or what his future would have been that he died and all this sort of stuff hmm. um but yeah that's where it starts yeah and then we introduce the character owen wilson's character mori moriarty is his name no that's morbius morbius sorry moriarty's the, <laughs> the sherlock holmes um <laughs> There's actually, yeah, I uh, know, no, I can't say that story on here. Never mind, ignore that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, sorry, Morbius. So Morbius is Owen Wilson's character, who I remember, I think, being my favorite. I think that Owen Wilson is quite a, a rom-com actor, but for some reason he just sort of, like, nailed this role, I think. Yeah, no, he's, he is really good in it. Um, he makes a lot of puns and jokes, and they are really good. I, I remember him, like loving jet skis and that was like his whole thing <laughs> was that he just for no like he's a data analyst right and he sort of like analyzes a lot of the stuff and he's very methodical and thinking but then he just loves the idea or, or like jet skis for some reason yeah yeah so that's exciting but i don't maybe season two maybe he eventually gets a jet ski who knows um yeah so they so loki is like caught and then it's kind of like him aren't they going to like eliminate him or something? But then, then Morbius sort of says, no, I actually need his help because they're trying to track down a more dangerous variant. And he thinks that like Loki would be able to like help him out. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's how it starts. I'm struggling to remember it now. Now I think about it. Yeah. I'm um, just sort of, but yeah, they do. They do try and get rid of him to begin with. And then they recruit him as an ally to hunt down other variants. Yeah. And then the big uh, twist is that, the variant that he's hunting down is actually himself or another variant of himself but this variant is what's her name again sylvie sylvie so sylvie is loki but goes by sylvie and she is a variant that exists because her whole reality was like removed and now she's just sort of jumping from place to place and everywhere she goes she creates these splits in the in the timeline or whatever and the 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 time agency have to go in and try and eliminate her and loki's like gotta try and help eliminate her but then yeah. lo and behold they become friends and then fast forward they become more than friends because they form some weird kind of relationship which i don't know if that's a positive <laughs> thing of like self-love or if it's like a real creepy thing of like self other th stuff <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit strange, but yes, they do form a relationship by the end of the series. Mm -hmm. um, just to clarify, the uh, the uh, sort of separate timelines are called branches. Branches, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, the TVA are pruning them. Mm -hmm. So what they call like destroying these branches, pruning. Right. And that's sort of the theme for the first season, and goes into the second season as well. 
Right. Okay. So that then leads me. We might be jumping a whole bunch, but there's there's shenanigans that happens. But then during the pruning stuff, I think Loki ends up getting pruned, right? And then he goes to the void. Is it called or where does the end of time? They call it right. And then I can't remember how they get there. Actually, I think it's by being pruned. pruned. I think it's when they're pruned, they then go to where everyone else gets pruned. It's basically like a junkyard of like people and things. And yeah. then there's a whole bunch of other Lokis there, which was like a crazy sort of reveal. And they're all different from like alligators to Christopher Walken was in there, which was like a character hmm. who I just, just like, Hey, Loki, <laughs> your father's watch. They put it up my ass. <laughs> um, I can't do a Christopher Walken, but I try. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so th- that was pretty cool. And then more shenanigans. And then the big end sort of like reveal thing is that the timekeepers weren't real, but the, there, what was the name of the big bad guy? Like who, who was he? Uh, he who remains. He who remains, right. Not Voldemort, which is probably a cousin <laughs> of some kind. He who shall not be named, but mm. he who yeah. remains. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean... It does kind of help that I read comic books to do with Marvel as well. Right. Um, because those last couple of episodes, all the variants of um, Loki, so Sylvie, um, I don't know if it was Crystal Walken that played him, but Old Man Loki, mm-hmm. um, they are, there's been like comic books, stories about their, those variants. Um, That's and pretty then, cool. Yeah, he, he who remains, I don't know a lot about, but I do know a bit about him. Um, from the comic books I've read, is he? And, so I don't know if it's the same actor, but is he in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania? Yeah, is the same dude, or it's just it's, just the same actor? It's a it's the same actor, and it's a so if we're thinking about the multiverse, that's another version of him. Oh, okay, right, okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. So going in, then let's say that pretty much. The end of season one is that Sylvie tricks Loki in some way and sort of gets rid of him, and then she kills the he who shall not be. No, he who remains. Sorry, I keep thinking. Yeah. That's too similar. Can you imagine the two of them sitting down for dinner? <laughs> and, you know, the he who shall remain is sitting and they finish up their dinner, and Voldemort's like, Are you going to, like, do you want to walk the dog now? And he who's remains, no, I, I, I remain here. I will not leave the table. <laughs> and he's like, well, come on, we should probably walk the dog now. And he's like, no, I will remain here. Why don't you, he who shall not be named, go and walk the dog? And he goes, how dare you, he who shall remain, to call me he who shall not remember my name. Anyway, that's just... It'd get, it'd get very confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, he who remains gets stabbed. And then he remains no more because he be dead. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're glossing over a big conversation before he gets stabbed. Oh, right. What's the big conversation? <laughs> Sorry, Philip Wilson. Yeah, so... so you mean, the, you mean the, do- the end of dinner dog walking conversation wasn't the big conversation? <laughs> I thought we covered that. No. <laughs> but yeah, Syl- Sylvie and Loki sort of um, get a, a big sort of explanation from he who remains that if they kill him, it will set a whole new timeline, or he sort of suggests that something really bad will happen if they kill him. Right. Um, and Loki and Sylvie have a big fight about it, and then they kiss for the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Loki really tries to convince Sylvie that killing him would be a really bad idea, mm-hmm. um, which is why Sylvie eventually tricks him shoves him back through a time portal and then kills him kills he who uh, shall kills remain. he who remains and yeah. doesn't doesn't he say something like i'll see you later or whatever yeah okay and then i remember this bit quite well loki then is gets back to the time agency place finds mm. um not moriarty jesus names today that owen wilson Morbius. Morbius and the agent that's helping them. And they don't remember him, right? Like, they don't recognize who he is. And then he looks out into the time agency and that 
the he who shall remain person has like a huge statue and is sort of like clearly now suddenly a presence when before it was the timekeeper so he might be in a different timeline or a branch or, or whatever we call it yeah 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 that's that's the end of the season one yeah cool cool yeah it was an incredible season series i just think because it's two years ago it's kind of difficult and it's very complex with what happens and, and it's kind of whoopity whoopity out there in your head so it's not the easiest one to remember but i think do you think it's worth re-watching season one in the build-up to now starting season two, or do you think just starting season two is okay to do? Um, I think starting season two is okay to do, because I didn't, I didn't re-watch it myself, and mm -hmm. that, right at the beginning, they do give you a quick recap. Oh, cool. Okay, that's good. Okay, we'll jump into season two. Okay, so try and keep this spoiler-free, but if you do spoil it, it's not the biggest deal in the world. I'm going to watch it later today anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But how is season two started there's what how many episodes have you seen and what are you what are your initial thoughts um so it's just two episodes i've seen uh the first one it sort of it's not really a spoiler but it starts like right where they left off right okay um and yeah without getting too much into detail it is it is really good from the get-go um there's some funny scenes um, and not a lot happens in the first episode. I, f mm -hmm. I felt like they were rushing it. Okay. Um, but, but the second episode, a lot happens, and it is a really good episode, the second one. Mm -hmm. um, and I did really enjoy it. Um, there's a big battle, and there's lots of things going on in the second episode. Whereas the first episode, it's kind of like they're just recapping season one, getting sort of giving you the outline of what this season's going to be like. Mm -hmm. and sort of doing all the background information right okay it seemed like to me cool good to know all mm. right um but, but there is also an end credit scene for the first episode <laughs> oh that's weird is there one on the second one too no so there's a mid mid credit scene for the first episode that's strange why would they do that they they do it every so often. <laughs> I mean, I, I've gotten to the point where I literally just watch the credits now till yeah, a little bit, and then, I, and then I turn it off. <laughs> I think we should stop doing that. I think it should come up with just like end of episode, and then it plays immediately the like not the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's all cool. Right. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited to start it up again, and I'm sure that we'll have you back on to maybe discuss uh, future episodes or maybe the season as a whole when it sort of like wraps up. Do we know how many episodes there are going to be total? I think there were six in season one. Um, I'm not sure. I'd say probably six again, but I'm not sure. Okay. Seeing if I can Google it. Uh, Loki season two, six episodes. Yeah, it runs until November 9th. So there we go. Phase five of the MCU. Yeah. I am concerned because I've dropped off quite far from the MCU. So, like, I haven't seen a bunch of the new movies, um, like Black Panther 2, Quant like Ant-Man Quantum. I got halfway through that and it was like, Oy. this is like a lot. <laughs> um, so I kind of fell off of that one. And there's a bunch of others that I'm, I just, and like the Marvel ones that are out, Miss Marvel or the Marvels or whatever it's called, like, there's so many that I've just missed. Um, I'm concerned that this is going to start looping in too much to the rest of the phase five, whatever that is. And I don't, I don't, yeah, it's a lot of homework. It feels like. Well, I'd say so far it's not, it's mainly just continuing Loki. That's great. That's so good. That's you, what I want. Yeah. So far you don't need all the background knowledge of the other movies. Cool. I like that. I like that. Okay. Right. All right, thank you for reviewing that. So now we're going to have a little bit of fun with your brain. So there's a wee intro that I'm going to hit on my little sound buttony buttons, which I think you're going to really enjoy. Um, and this is our quiz button intro, and then we're going to start the Ultimate Marvel Quiz. Coolio. exciting um okay so i've got this on a one to 20 questions um these are generated by a website so i have not seen ahead um 
and I set it on like sort of sequential. So it's supposed to get slightly harder as it goes, but that's not guaranteed. So don't know. Um, so got 20 questions. We'll see how you do. If you get a correct answer, you'll hear this noise, which I'm just going to turn down a touch. If you get it wrong, you're going to hear this noise. I don't know. <laughs> Both of which are sound buttons from a TV show called How I Met Your Mother, which is the whole thing about this show. But Jordan, have you seen the TV show How I Met Your Mother? I have not. Terrible. I can say, say I've seen one or two episodes, but I have not watched it from start to start. No! No! So sad. Terrible. Oh, I don't even know why we have you on the show anymore. So sad. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, here we go. Are you ready? Do you feel... What do you think out of 20? How do you, th how do you think you might do? Uh, I'll go for 15. 15? Wow, that's confident. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm excited for you. Question number one, and it is a Loki question. That's just, honestly, this was random, but like, how good is that? Uh, okay. okay. What is Loki's last name? There are options. Or you can just tell me your gut feeling. Uh, I'll go for the options. Okay. Oh, God. I'm going to have to try and pronounce these now. Um, <laughs> Surtur-son? It's S-U-R-T-U-R-Dash-Sun. There's Odin-Sun. O-D-I-N-Dash-Sun. There's Laufey. Laufey. L-A-U-F-E-Y, son, Laufey, son, um, uh, or Eric, son, U-R-I-K, dash, son. Okay, so my gut feeling was Odin, son, and that was one of the options, so I'll go for that. Okay, here we go, Odin, son. Submit my answer. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's wrong off the get-go, I'm afraid. It's... Why? Laufey son. Uh, Loki's really? last yeah. name is Laufey son because in North mythology, Loki is the son of the giant Laufey. Um, the son uh, suffix indicates that Loki is the son of someone, in this case, Laufey. There you go. I thought it was Loki. It's definitely Thor Odin's son. Yeah. Loki uh, Laufen's son? <clears throat> I did think about the fact that he was born in Jotunheim. Um, but I, none of them sounded familiar to me from Jotunheim, so. <laughs> yeah, Loki, full name. Loki, Lauf, was that how you would pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah. La Laufi's son. Laufi's son. <laughs> oh, but this does say, so Loki Laufenson, known by adoption as Loki Odinson. Hmm. So that's a bit of a nasty question. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Tell you what, Jordan, I don't like that because you got that right. Because he, he's named both, so I don't think that's very fair. So I'm going to actually refresh that, and I'm going to say you got that right, because it says here that he is named both. So hmm. He's named Loki Odin's son once he's adopted. So Yeah, yeah. so screw that. Right, we're counting that as correct. <laughs> we're moving on. You're 100% so far. Well done. Right, okay. Um, okay, next we have... Oh, we're keeping the questions about family history, apparently. What is Tony Stark slash Iron Man's father's name? Uh, Howard. Do you want to hear the options? No, I don't. Okay, Howard Stark is one of the options. I'm going to click it. We're going to... Why? Why? Ah, there we go. Submit my answer. Sorry. And that is Yahtzee! correct. Well done, Jordan. I think I also knew that one. Howard Stark is the correct answer because Howard Stark is his dad. Yeah. <clears throat> Next question. Question number three. Ooh, it's X-Men related. Oh, really branching off here. Yeah. <laughs> the founding X-Men are Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Angel and Wolverine. True or false? Can you list them again? Yep. The founding X-Men are Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Angel, 
and Wolverine? Uh, I'm going to say false. I would think false too. Why do you think false? And I think it's probably the same reason why I would think it's false. Uh, mainly because of Angel, but also Wolverine didn't come until later on. Yeah. He wasn't a founding member. I, I thought the Wolverine sh- thing, um, but I'm also thinking like, isn't like Charles Xavier, Professor X, like wasn't he the, didn't he find X-Men? Yeah, and Storm as well. She was one of the early ones as yeah. well. All right, so you're going to go with false? Yeah, I'm going with false. Okay, let's see what happens. I mean, it would be really nice if this thing worked <laughs> where I click false and then it allows me to continue. False. Correct. The founding X-Men are not Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Angel, and Wolverine. The original lineup of X-Men consists of Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Angel, Iceman, and Professor X. Wolverine joined the X-Men later on, therefore the answer is false. Yeah, that's going from the comic books. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Angel. I'm not really sure where his origin comes from. So, Okay. Next question. Match the heroes to their rep respective powers real name given when superhero name would be given oh jesus this is a hard one all right clint barton what is his power i can give you the options um yeah okay give me the options Blasts of solar energy, weather control, light daggers, impenetrable skin, expert archer, or shape-shifting? Expert archer. Clint Barton, who is which superhero? Hawkeye. Correct. Okay, next. Hulkling. Shape-shifting, weather control, expert archer, impenetrable skin, light daggers, or blasts of solar energy? Uh, I'd have to say impenetrable skin. I can't even say that word, but yeah. (laughs) Vision. Blast of solar energy, weather control, expert archer, light daggers, impenetrable skin, or shape-shifting. Go for blast of solar. Yep. Okay. Ororo Munro. Who's that? That's Storm. Okay. That's weather weather control. Okay, cool. Weather control. Yep. Uh, Luke Cage. Oh, I'm going to have to change one of my answers now. <laughs> okay. This is good. This is a process of elimination. So Luke yeah. Cage is what? Impenetrable skin, did you say? Yeah, or Luke, am I making Luke that Cage up? is impenetrable skin. Okay. Sorry, so I might have. You might have is something else. We'll leave that for now. Okay, we'll leave that one for now. And then the last one, Tandy Bowen. Who's that? I feel like I should know who that is, but that's not ringing a bell. Okay, Tandy Bowen, MCU, is... um, Oh. (laughs) Okay, Tandy Bowen, also known as Dagger, is a former street thief. Right, yeah, I know who that is. Marvel 101, (laughs) apparently, is what she's in. Yeah, she's in a TV show called Cloak and Dagger. Okay, so what is... I'm assuming Dagger might be light daggers? (laughs) Yeah, so Tandy Bowen daggers. Okay, so then what that would leave Hulking with um shape shifting. Which kind of makes sense, right? You can go from human to Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean yeah, it's the only Hulk answer left. So we've got Clint Barton as expert archer, Hulkling what who's Hulkling? Do they I have, have no a baby? <laughs> Hulk. Uh, there's lots of Hulks. <laughs> I'm not sure about Hulkling. Yeah, I never watched the Hulkling. Emperor Hulkling is a fictional superhero appearing in America. Yeah, yeah, we know he's in the comics. Hulkling, despite his name, is not related to Hulk, She-Hulk, or any Hulk-adjacent Marvel character. Teddy is, in fact, half Kree and half Skrull, and has super strength and the ability to shapeshift. There you go. So Hulkling with shapeshifting, Vision with Blast of Solar Energy, Storm with weather control, Luke Cage is impenetrable skin, and Tandy Bowen is light daggers. Submit answers. They are all correct. Well done. Next question. That was a difficult one. 
Yeah. Oh, here we go. We're they're not going with standard like Iron Man, Spider Man, Captain America questions. We're going with one of the best that Marvel have, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> the Human Torch's uniform is never damaged by flame because it's made of what? Mm. Do you want the options? There's three options. Yeah, what are the options? Heat-resistant polymer. Unstable molecules. Or vibranium. Uh, I don't think it's vibranium. The polymer sounds familiar. I'm going to go with that. Okay, heat-resistant polymer. That would make the most sense, right? The human torch's uniform is never damaged by flame because of its heat-resistant polymer. All right, let's submit that answer and see how we did it do. Oh, it's wrong, I'm afraid. I don't know. <laughs> it was unstable molecules. Hmm. The human torch's uniform is made of unstable molecules, which explains why it never damages by flame. Unstable molecules have the ability to rapidly rearrange their atomic structure, making them highly resistant to heat and flame. This allows the uniform to withstand the intense temperatures gathered by the human torch's powers without ever getting damaged. That was the same well, sentence three times differently worded. <laughs> That's the stupid well, sentence. I'm not overly worried I got that one wrong because I'm not a very big Fantastic Four fan. I really don't like those films. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not great. Uh, also, hilarious that the Human Torch is acted by Captain America. So they really messed, <laughs> yeah. messed pooed, pooed the pooch on that one. All right. So unfortunately, that one's wrong, but we are moving on to the next question. Um, that's your first one wrong, though. So that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good so far. Oh my goodness. You heard of a game called Arcade? Arcade Mini? I've no. Never, never heard of it. It says Arcade's two assistants are named what? <laughs> what a stupid question. We're ignoring that question. <laughs> no good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what that's to do with. Yeah, don't worry about that one. We are moving on. That doesn't deserve our time. Okay, the Sanctum Sanctorum is located at which address? I'll give you the options. Yeah, that's one eight eight B Wall Street, one seven seven A Blecker Street, a mountain in Asgard, or another planet. Uh, the Blecker Street one. Blecker Street one seven seven A Blecker Street is what you're saying. Submit answer. Yes! That is correct. Well done. Yeah, the Sanctum Sanctorum is the residence of base operations of the superhero Doctor Strange in the Marvel comic books universe. It is a townhouse located in Greenwich Village, New York City. There we go. Hmm. Next that is kind of a misleading question, though, because each country, or like, there's quite a few Sanctum Sanctoriums, actually. Mm-hmm. Right. There's not just one. I mean, that's Doctor Strange's one, but there's a few. There's a Hong Kong one. There's a, another one somewhere else. I'm pretty sure. Unless they're all called something different, but... Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think they must be called something different, so... Mm. Okay. Um, right, here we go. So, next question. Nick Fury's middle name is what? William, Joseph, Michael, or John? Nick William Fury? Nick Joseph Fury? Nick Michael Fury? Or Nick John Fury? I'm going to go with Joseph, but I'm not sure about this one. Yeah, this is a... Oh, you got it right! Nice job! That's a tricky one. I didn't think yeah. anyone would be able was, to get that. They do mention it in Captain Marvel, I think. So that was, mm -hmm. that was my basis for it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Daredevil. Have you seen that TV show? Yes. Okay. Daredevil question. Daredevil's father was killed because of what? Do you want the options? Yeah, what are the options? He couldn't pay his debts. He was the witness of a crime. 
he couldn't or wouldn't throw a boxing match, he killed someone. Again, not sure about this one. I'm going to go with um, wouldn't pay his debts. Okay. I think it's between this one and the boxing match, but I really don't know. So hopefully you do. Okay. Submitting it. No, it's he wouldn't throw a boxing I match. I don't know. Yeah, I do remember his dad boxing a lot. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I, that is a really good show, but it's a while since I've watched the first season. Oh, good. All right. Next question. Jesus Christ, this is a hard fucking... I'm going to start picking the questions because these are dumb. Okay, we're recording again. I found a different quiz because it started asking very strange questions about like comic book lore and things. And we're, we're looking at movies. We want to give you the quiz on the movies. So I found a different one. I've scouted through some of the questions and they look to be all about the movies. So fingers crossed we're going to do this. You've got 10 questions. So that was all of that was just a warm up, Jordan. This is this is now the real deal. Okay? So you're going to have okay. to just accept that now you're in the thick of it. Okay? It's going to be intense. Are you ready? Yes. In a world one man, one brain. Lots of movies with people wearing tight pants. Can Jordan find the answers to this 10-question quiz? We're about to find out. <laughs> Question number one. For how long was Scott Lang stuck in the quantum realm? Is it for three years, for five years, for two years, or for four years? For five years. Are you sure? How confident are we? On a scale of one to confident. Well, quite confident. I mean, from his perspective, it was five hours, but in real time, it was five years. Okay, we're submitting it. I'm nervous for you, but I'm also confident in you, so... That is correct! Yahtzee! Scott Lang was stuck in the quantum realm for five years. This is evident from the events that took place in the movie Avengers Endgame. There you go. Moving on to the next question. Who amongst the following was Odin's firstborn? Loki, Thor, Valkyrie, or Hela? Hela. Hela. You sure? Yeah, very sure. Locking it in. This. Submit my answer. That is. Yes! Correct. You're two for two. Very well done. Hela was Odin's firstborn in Norse mythology. Hela is the daughter of Loki and... Wait, what? <laughs> Ignore that. That was just giving you the, the mythology side of it. Ignore that. You're correct. Well done. All right. <laughs> Loki had a baby? Um, okay. This is kind of about the movies but not necessarily directly about what happens in the movie but who i know you're gonna know it so who voices rocket raccoon in the marvel cinematic universe do you need the options or are you gonna go for it i uh, need the options again zach brain's not working <laughs> bradley cooper vin diesel or matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right bradley cooper Bradley Cooper, are you sure? Yeah. Okay, we're going to lock it in. I'm fairly certain that's correct as well. That is correct. Well done. Next question. Okay, you ready? Where did Thanos find the Soul Stone? And it's the planet we're looking for. Vormia. The options. Do you want to hear them or are you confident? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Vormir. Okay, yeah. The options are Vormir, Xandar, Asgard, or Sekar. So Vormir, we're locking it in. That is yes! correct. Well done. Next question. Which of the following stone, stones, I guess, was in the possession of Vision? 
Do you need the options, or you just know? No, it's the Mind Stone. <clears throat> the Mind Stone. The options were Space Stone, Reality Stone, Power Stone, or Mind Stone. Submitting your answer. That is... Yes, Correct. Well done. 50% of the way done, 50% of the way, 100% correct. That was mm. that was a stupid question. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. Who gave Captain America his shield? Howard Stark. Is it Howard Stark? Tony Stark? Bruce Banner or Peggy Carter? Oh, I'd still go with Howard Stark, but the Peggy Carter kind of took me by surprise. <laughs> well, Peggy Carter gave Captain America something, but it wasn't his shield, am I right? All right, we're gonna submit Howard Stark. That's a correct answer. Yeah, well done. Peggy Carter was his uh, girlfriend, so you can go fat figure figure that out. Um, okay, uh, what is the name of the cloak that Doctor Strange wears? Uh, options, please. The cloak of transmutation, the cloak of levitation, the cloak of transmission, the cloak of alchemy. Um, I'm going to go with levitation, but it doesn't sound right. <laughs> the cloak of levitation. I've got to submit it. That was very good. Very well done. That was difficult. I would not have got that. I was going to go with the cloak of alchemy, even though I don't know what that means. I think it's potions. Um, yeah. The cloak is known for its ability to defy gravity and allow its wearer to fly. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. Next question. Oh, it looks to be another Doctor Strange one. What was the sacred omelet that the Mystic Arts Warriors protected? It's like the Eye of Agramoth or something. Okay. What, what are the me? options? Options. The Amlet of Darmamu. The Darmamu. The Amlet of Thebes, the Eye of Exlor, or Exlor, E-X-L-O-R, the Eye of Exlor, or the Eye of Agamotto. It's the Eye of Agamotto. Okay, you sound pretty confident. I don't know. Submitting the answer. That is... Correct. Well done. Yeah, the Eye of Agamotto was the sacred amulet that the mystic art warriors protected. Okay, question number nine. What was the name of the particles that the Avengers used to travel back in time to obtain the Infinity Stones? Uh, could you repeat that question, please? What was the name of the particles that the Avengers used to travel back in time to obtain the Infinity Stones? Pim particles. Do you want to hear the options? No, I think I've got it right. <laughs> okay, we're submitting pim particles. No options needed, apparently. Here we go. When it loads, pim particles. Piazzi! That is correct. The other options were Wong particles, Flynn particles, or Stark particles. All right, Jordan. This is. Officially, the final question. And it's fitting because it's about Endgame. <laughs> and major spoilers. <laughs> For 100% correct on a Marvel quiz. I don't know. We need more build-up. Hang on. <laughs> the last final question. It's got to be, gotta be more. Here we go. The final question for the Marvel quiz to get a hundred percent. Jordan must answer the question that follows. If he gets it right, he will get one hundred percent. 
Find out after this ad break. <laughs> Want a break from the ads? If you tap now to watch a short video, you'll receive 30 minutes of ad-free music. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm just messing around with my buttons. Um, who killed Thanos in Avengers Endgame? Tony Stark, otherwise known as Iron Man. Tony Stark is not on the option list, I'm afraid, but Iron Man is, so I guess I'll do it. Submitting the answer. How confident are you? Very confident. <clears throat> are you sure? Yes. Do you want to hear the other options? <laughs> Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. Oh, definitely Iron Man. Yes! That is correct. Well done. It's a hundred percent. Ten for ten. A hundred for a hundred. He has won the Marvel quiz. Well done. Very well done. I'd Thank be pretty, you very much. I'd be pretty happy with that. You seem you seem happy. That's good. Very happy. <laughs> yeah, the warm-up quiz had some difficult questions in it, but we'll leave that in because it kind of shows that you know your stuff. But well done, 100% on a Marvel quiz. That's very, very difficult to do. You couldn't get better, so well done. Hmm. All right, Jordan, we're going to wrap this one up, but thank you so much for reviewing Loki or recapping Loki Season 1 and giving us a little bit on what you've been watching, your top five favorite movies, and showing us your brain power when it comes to Marvel. Coda is poking me in the leg right now, so obviously she wants <laughs> this episode to wrap up. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. I hope you've had a, a fun, fun old time. Yeah, it's been very fun. I've enjoyed the experience. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, everybody, John will be back on the next episode, hopefully. He has to deal with some stuff for today. It's why he wasn't with us, but it's all good. Uh, you can follow us at Pineapple Theory underscore podcast. I have been your host, Reese, my guest, my brother, Jordan, who did amazing. And yeah, will you stay classy, San Diego? We'll see you fucking later. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, guys.